it's Saturday, March the 13th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, Ant Group loses its boss and Turkey and Egypt renew diplomatic ties. First, the week in brief. Simon Hu resigned as chief executive of Ant Group ahead of a restructuring of the Chinese fintech firm. Ant, which started off as an online payment service for Alibaba, an e-commerce giant, now has $635 billion of assets under management. Mr Hu's departure came after Chinese regulators unexpectedly blocked the firm's initial public offering in November and demanded that the company overhaul its business. Japan, America, India and Australia, a four-nation grouping known as the Quad, will join forces to finance, produce and distribute COVID-19 vaccines. Indian's foreign minister said the goal was to give up to 1 billion vaccines by the end of next year to Asian countries that need them. The agreement emerged after a virtual summit of the four countries' leaders. Italy announced that it will return to near-national lockdown from Monday, with most schools, restaurants and shops closing. The country, which was the scene of Europe's first Covid lockdown in February last year, is being rocked by a devastating third wave of the disease. Like most European countries, it has failed to implement an efficient vaccination programme. Officials from Turkey and Egypt met for the first time in eight years. Diplomatic ties between the two were severed in 2013, when Mohamed Morsi, Egypt's president, was deposed in a military coup. Turkey had supported Mr Morsi's Islamist politics. Mevlut Cavusoglu, Turkey's foreign minister, said they had contacts both at the level of intelligence and foreign ministries. Britain's goods exports to the European Union fell by 40.7% month-on-month in January, and imports fell by 28.8%, thanks largely to trade frictions since the post-Brexit trade deal came into effect on January 1st. The widening trade deficit in goods alongside a third COVID-19 lockdown caused Britain's GDP to slide by 2.9% in January compared with December. Consumer sentiment in America reached a one-year high, according to the University of Michigan's widely watched index. The index jumped to 83.0 in March after dipping to 76.8 in February. Economists had expected a smaller rise to 78.5. The passage of President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion fiscal stimulus, which includes payments of $1,400 to most Americans, may have boosted sentiment. And inflation in India rose to 5.03% in February, compared with February 2020, from 4.06% in January. The increase was mostly caused by food prices. Meanwhile, the country's index of industrial production, which measures output in manufacturing, mining and the electricity sector, shrank by 1.6% year-on-year in January. And now, here's today's agenda. Varsity Blues America's College Admissions Scandal A cast of rich and beautiful characters, an underworld of shady middlemen, and a hell of a lot of money sloshing around. The College Admissions Scandal of 2019, in which a string of celebrities and business bigwigs bribed their children's way into America's leading colleges, is a story perfect for Hollywood. On Wednesday, it gets the Netflix treatment, with the release of Operation Varsity Blues, a documentary referencing the FBI's nickname for the case. Tens of millions of dollars were paid to specialist college prep professionals who falsified athletics records and doctored test scores. The authorities eventually cottoned on, and more than 50 people have since been charged, including Felicity Huffman, an actor in Desperate Housewives. As well as providing a hefty dose of schadenfreude, the scandal raised important questions about how America's best off fixed the odds in their own favour. The stars may have been locked up, but those broader questions still linger.
Forgotten History Last Call As AIDS ripped through New York in the 1980s and 1990s, another killer stalked the city's gay men. Last Call, released this week, tells their stories. Based on police records and interviews, Elon Green's book chronicles a series of murders by a seemingly unremarkable nurse from Staten Island. His victims included older, white professionals and a struggling sex worker, all of whom were targeted for being gay. Departing from the tendency of the true crime genre to centre on the killers, Mr Green focuses on the victims in all their complexity. This is no easy feat. The paranoia over the AIDS epidemic forced many of them to lead secret lives, and discovering the details required a deep dive. Even their deaths were shrouded in mystery. Police investigators, working in a field steeped in homophobia, gave their cases little thought. Last Call tries to rectify some of that by remembering the dead. Cancelled. China and foreign publishers. A German publisher gave in to pressure from China this week to pulp one of its books. The children's picture book in question, A Corona Rainbow for Anna and Moritz, was produced last year as a guide to the pandemic. The author and illustrator were advised by Hamburg's Tropical Medicine Institute. But a single sentence provoked outrage among Chinese officials and some members of the diaspora in Germany. Regarding the origins of COVID-19, the book says that the virus comes from China and has spread out from there across the whole world. Though COVID-19 was first spotted in China, the Chinese government maintains that there is no evidence it originated there. China's consulate in Hamburg made stern representations to Carlson, the book's publisher. The book's Amazon listing was flooded with negative reviews, accusing it of spreading racism. Carlson backed down and withdrew the work. Just as COVID-19 can reach around the world, so can the virus of self-censorship. Faster than light. Making warp speed a reality. A rocket sent towards Earth's nearest star, Proxima Centauri, would not arrive for 50,000 years. This is why, realistically, only faster than light travel can take humanity interstellar. But such a warp drive is thought to require unphysical states of matter that may not exist even on paper. However, physicists exploring new derivations of Albert Einstein's relativity equations in classical and quantum gravity, a journal, believe that a type of wave called solitons or warp bubbles could cheat the laws of physics. They say that a spacecraft and passengers enveloped inside a warp bubble could be moved at a speed faster than light. Suddenly, a round trip to Proxima Centauri could be done within a decade. That is, if energy with the mass of hundreds of Jupiters could be gathered, something of a stretch for Earthlings. Undeterred, the boffins have turned their attention towards finding ways to reduce that energy requirement to within the range of modern nuclear reactors. Warp speed ahead. Blown off course by COVID. The America's Cup. Hosting the America's Cup, the most prestigious event in sailing, is supposed to be a lucrative exercise. The race, held every three or four years, attracts superyacht owners from all over the world to take in some sailing, admire some beautiful boats, and spend a lot of money in the host city. This year's edition, which continues this weekend and sees the defenders, Team New Zealand, compete against an Italian challenger, Luna Rossa, off the coast of Auckland, is very different. With New Zealand's borders closed, only a small number of large boats have been permitted to enter in exchange for an agreement to spend heavily on repairs and maintenance. Crowds have been allowed to gather in a race village. A closed race would give the event and the coffers of Auckland's bars and restaurants a boost. 
So far, the underdog Italians have taken two of the first four races in a best of 13 competition. Both sides have reasons to hope the race goes the distance. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Ivo Andrić, who died on this day in 1975. In the land of hatred, they most hate the one who does not know to hate. That's it from the Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.